from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. By the way, our last complete ACC teams from North Carolina, cons and cons football edition of the year. This time next week, we'll be doing cons and cons basketball edition. And we'll mix in individual teams when it comes to bowl games and things. Sure. But let's be real. We don't have to... uh, We don't have to keep dragging Wake Forest out here every week once they're not playing games anymore. So let's jump in. Uh, As always, we go in the order of the podium. Uh, So uh, if you're paying attention on Monday, you know Duke was off the podium, largely based on their coach leaving them in the middle of the night. Uh, Confidence and concerns. As always, you get good news and bad news. Which do you want first? Give me the bad news. Dennis, what are you concerned about when it comes to Duke? Who's the next head coach? That's really it. We're looking forward <laughs> thinking here. I mean, that's, who's the next head coach? Mine is built off of that. Okay. It's not that, but it's built off of that. The transfer portal. Hmm. Because if we're worried about who the next head coach is, you know the players on that team are worried about who the next head coach is. And that portal gets louder when there's nobody there to ask you to stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think there's a, there's a possibility Duke's going to get ravaged in the portal. And the irony of it all is how well they played at times this year makes all of their players more attractive in the portal. So it's 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 almost like Mike Elko did such a good job that he got himself a new job and he gave everyone else great audition tape to get out of there also during the transition. Being on campus for a quarter uh, sorry, a coaching change, it's tough and it's not for everybody. And if you're somebody with one year of eligibility remaining, do you want to spend that year in a transition implementing a new culture, or do you want to go chase something in the portal? I think the portal could be uh, not very nice to the, the the Duke Blue Devils. And and by the way, it already has. Like Aeneas Peoples is already in the portal. Uh, there's a couple other big names I'm waiting on to see if they do or if they commit back, but, uh, but that portal is concerning to me for Duke. Also, the concern about the portal for them is because the academic – Transferring from school to school, you have to still academically get in, and not all credits and stuff transfer, Mm -hmm. just because that's just how colleges work. If anyone's ever transferred from one school to another, even community college, not even how high schools work. I transferred in the middle of high school. I ended up a senior in a bunch of freshman classes, just not, just very awkward because it's like, oh, those didn't transfer, so you got to go take government. Yeah, so that that stuff is actually very difficult. So it's harder sometimes for schools that have really tough academic standards, mm. such as a Duke, to get transfers to come in. Yes. So the the logic that the portal giveth and taketh, yes, is tougher for a school like Duke because it's easier to giveth from Duke than it is to taketh from other schools to Duke because they have to be academic qualifiers. And we even saw this with Caleb Love just when he was trying to transfer to Michigan from UNC basketball, just because not all of his credits and stuff mm. like that were able to transfer up to Michigan, he wasn't able just to just to get in. And Arizona because, then said, we don't care, come and, on and, in. But his stuff was able to work <laughs> with Arizona. So, I mean, it's no fault to, to Caleb Love's. It's just a, because here's something that also people don't realize when it comes to college athletes is that because – a lot of athletes on big schools take a lot of their classes online. Mm-hmm. So not every school accepts those online classes. So you might not, again, be able to academically transfer in because schools just don't accept, quote-unquote, online classes. You want to go full conspiracy theory? Go on. If you are a, a, excuse me, 
if you are a college football basketball program, mm-hmm. you don't want your players to be able to transfer. Name all of your classes and credits something really, really weird that no other school accepts, yeah. and then they can't transfer out. Then hey, you hey. have them handcuffed like it's back in the day, and, and the transfer rules are more strict. Yeah. Now we're talking. Algebra? No, we don't call it algebra. We call it funny numbers. Hmm. No school is going to take, oh, I was in funny numbers 101. That doesn't translate here. Sorry, you can't come. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, what are you confident in when it comes to do? I'm confident moving forward. I'm looking big picture. This program is in a lot better position now than it was two years ago. So whomever is whomever does take over as head coach is walking into a much better situation than what Mike Elko walked into. My confidence is Nina King. Okay. The statement, the the demeanor, what she said in the press conference following Mike Elko's departure, I think it was spot on. Mm-hmm. It was it was not we're gonna look into a nationwide search. We already started, and it's it's underway. She got in one dig where she said, uh, you know, Mike Elko and his family going back to to College Station or whatever she said. Just a little quick little ah. I thought it was I thought it was really good, and she it didn't seem like a leader in crisis. It seemed like a leader in in stature and 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 her her presence was good. So I think Nina King's going to lead a, the transition nicely. It seemed like she was confident knowing what they were going to do. Yeah, and I think that's big in, in those moments. You need someone. Absolutely. And she was going to talk to recruits and their parents and she was already going to talk to the team and she did she had like the checklist and she was rolling through it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, North Carolina, confidence and concerns. Dennis, will let you lead off. What are you concerned with when it comes to UNC football? What the roster is going to look like for the bowl game. Because... I mean, we already learned that Max Johnson is transferring in to from Texas A&M to UNC to be a quarterback. We learned that today. So we're just I'm just going to just assume that Drake May is going into the NFL. I highly doubt he plays in this bowl game because he's trying to protect his future, which is a smart decision. What about Cedric Ray? What about some of these other guys that are entering the transfer portal? Are they going to play in the bowl game? Roster management is going to be very difficult. Uh, for a lot of schools, not just North Carolina, but I think North Carolina with some of their high-end players might really struggle with, just again, just roster management for the bowl game. I'm concerned with booster enthusiasm. And I don't even know if booster is the right word. Uh, Fan support, collective enthusiasm. Because the things that traditionally lead to super high support and giving haven't happened for North Carolina. It's usually like... If you win your last three games, then boom, support will be like, can't wait for next year. Uh, if you beat your rival, even regardless of how the rest of the season goes, boom, everybody's excited again. Uh, going to a major bowl, boom, everyone's excited again. Uh, retaining stars and having big players coming back, boom, everyone's excited for next year. That's not how it went for North Carolina, right? They lost steam at the end of their season. Their first half was much better than their second half. They lost to North Carolina State in their rivalry game to end the year. They're not going to a major bowl, and they're losing a whole bunch of stars. They're going to have to drum up excitement in other ways in order to get the fan base to part with hard-earned dollars. 
So I'm uh, a little concerned about that. Uh, what are you confident in when it comes to North Carolina? I'm confident that they're still going to get dudes. <laughs> That's the thing. UNC still recruits four- and five-star talent. They still recruit a lot of really great players, and people still want to go play for them. I get it. I totally get it. So, yeah, I'm confident that there's even despite like everything that you just mentioned, they're still going to get guys. I'm confident in Omari and Hampton. Fair. I mean, that he's, guy's a stud. He's not eligible for the NFL draft yet, and uh, I, I think he will – Max Johnson being there might help, might not. I think he's just excited to be a workhorse. He's going to be the the face of the offense next year, uh, which is probably nice for him, right? He, he was an under-the-radar, unbelievable all-ACC pick this year, and that shouldn't happen. So he will, he will not be under the radar next year. Wake Forest next up. Uh, I'll go concern first. Okay. Quarterback. Yeah. Mitch Griffiths is in the portal. I don't see them – hitting the portal and having a lot of sway to get somebody out of the portal. They're probably going to have to depend on someone fresh out of high school. How attractive is Wake right now to quarterbacks? I think it's gosh, I almost don't want to say it out loud because it's not the way Wake Forest has been for 20 years. They're going to have to to, I think suffer through some growing pains at the quarterback spot and and that's very difficult for a, uh, a program. Uh, what are you what are you uh, concerned most with when it comes to the Demon Deacons? Same thing. We agree? The exact same thing. Beautiful. That's Maybe efficiency. You, you had Sam Hartman for so long, and he played at such a high level, and you then you Wolf, did a bunch you, of flip-flopping this year. You had Wolford. I mean, all the way back to, like, Skinner. They've had yeah. they've had dogs at quarterback. Uh, even the one year Jamie Newman started. Jamie Newman was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and then they went back to, to Sam Hartman. It, it's... They, they've had a really, really strong stretch of quarterback, and I'm worried that that's going to feel like 100 years ago, even though it was two years ago by next year. Uh, what are you confident in when it comes to Wake Forest? There's stability in the program with Dave Clawson. There's stability in the program. And we always kind of see, I feel like, with Wake Forest sometimes, is that the quote-unquote reset year, you know, where they might go 5-7 and seven or 6-6, six and six, but before you know it, they're going to be right back to 8-9 wins. So I think this the stability of the program that they have with Dave Clawson for the future going forward is that. Mine, I mean, we're very similar on this one. I said Dave Clawson. Yeah. Uh, having someone that committed to your program that that is that accomplished is, uh, to use your term, it's, it's stability. It's a stabilizing force that, that not many programs have. Uh, and now we jump to the top of the podium this week, the North Carolina State Wolfpack. What are you concerned about, Dennis? My concern for them as well just kind of like Carolina, just because I know there's some guys that are going to be going into the NFL roster management for the for the bowl game. I I would love to see Peyton Wilson play one more time for NC State, just because he's that fun to watch. But as much as he's been hurt throughout his entire career, and the NFL is staring him in the eye, he's out of eligibility. Does he not play for one more game? Does he not play in that bowl game? I don't know. To be determined on that. Mine's quarterback. Okay. MJ Morris is still around, mm-hmm. and it's actually, I think, becoming more likely that he's going to be around. But how does that work? I have, you know, one wolf pack. I don't – hard, tough, together, hard, smart, together, whatever they're yeah. – like, how does that – I just don't know how that works. And if not, who can they bring in? Right? If if not, if MJ Morris isn't around or if they want to bring in competition for him, it's, it's a, a sticky situation that we've never seen a team manage. We've never seen a team manage having a starter 
a starting quarterback in the middle of the year say, I don't want to play. Never, I, At least I've never seen it. And how do you manage that? I'm concerned with how you manage that because it's a delicate situation. Uh, what are you confident in? NC State Wolfpack. They saw something to play for. A 10-win season. Like, there it is. They haven't had one under Dave Doran. That team, I think, just the way this season ended for them, the way they were able to finish strong, like, you know what? Let's go get that 10th win. So they still have something to play for. I'm going to add a second one in there. Casey Concepcion is coming back. The This might be the thing I'm most confident in. The efficiency of their collectives. Yeah. On Saturday, Dave Doran said post-game, Give money. I want 5,000 people to give 1,000, right? He he publicly said we need support for the collectives. Saturday night into Sunday, they raised a whole bunch of money. Obviously didn't make the $5 million he was asking for, but they made or, or raised a whole bunch of money. And by Tuesday, there was an announcement that they signed a, a – I don't even know. They signed Casey Concepcion. Yeah. A contract, an agreement. I don't know what it's called. A deal. They signed Casey Concepcion. That is four days in which you beat your rival, capitalized on it, and use those funds to get your what I consider your best offensive player locked up for another year. That's efficiency. That's organization. That's everybody moving in the same direction. That bodes well for how they're going to handle an offseason of what, I, what I'm going to consider unprecedented movement. Right, We're going to see players crisscrossing the country, crisscrossing the ACC. There's going to be more money thrown at players than than we've ever seen before. It's becoming more commonplace to talk about how much money these players are making. That's efficiency, and I think that is a massive, massive um, uh, advantage compared to other places where some are still resisting, and even the ones that aren't resisting, it's hard to get everybody on the same page, right? Everybody thinks they're the cook. No one thinks they're the the, the busboy. It's, it's, that's very good for NC State. Very good. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.